This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, a Bryce and Wynn debrief, Philadelphia 45. I am your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this debrief. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe. And as always, with any Bryce and Win content, you can watch this audio podcast on video. Just head over to YouTube, type in Bryce Isaiah, click subscribe, give us a thumbs up and let us know what you think about this debrief. Wendell and I are back from our Philadelphia stop this past Wednesday on the Bryson Wynn Tour 45. And Philadelphia really was just truly so magical. It was just so many special moments, so many special people. And Wendell and I felt like, you know what, let's give the posse a debrief after every show, after every project, after anything that Wendell and I complete we always either in our hotel room on facetime in person on the phone we always just debrief about what we liked the funny moments of the nights rehashing our fights thinking about how we can improve and be better and just really taking it all in and so we've decided to start sharing that with you so here is bryce and win debrief Philadelphia 45. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, me and potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. Bryce and Wynn present Bryce Isaiah and we have the other half, Wendeezy Holland. We out here, let's go. We are. We are back giving you, you know, some more exclusive Bryce and Wynn content. And we thought it would only be fitting to talk about our Tour 45 stop in Philadelphia. I think, one, we want to get in the habit of really kind of like giving you behind the scenes of what it takes to go. Goes into our, you know, things that we put on. And also, I really feel like Philadelphia was. A little different this time. Would you agree? 
I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, yeah, we just want to we want to give you guys just a little uh, a a deeper peek behind behind oh. the curtain, you know. Well, Bryce, relax. What's what's the deeper peek? <laughs> relax yourself over there. Whoa, in my Wendy'sy voice. We want to give y'all. We just want to, you know, we want to help share our story. And so, uh, in this case, Philly was magical, and I think it, a lot of it had to do with us. Switching venues. We took a big swing with this one and it seemed like everyone really, really loved it. So we just want to speaking of switching venues, right? What are some of the things that we look for when we go into finding uh the right type of venue? Yeah. We need there are some things that we need, and it's kind of led us to sports bars because obviously we're watching Survivor. We need lots of TVs, great sound. But also, we're partying. We're having a good time. We we always have a DJ. So like, we also want like, want it to be a bar or, or drinks should be served, but also really good food because people, you know, get comfortable, grab a bite. You know, Bryce is always eating something. So needs to be large enough venue, great TVs, great sound, great food, great drinks, some DJ setup. That sound about right. It definitely sounds about right. Sometimes it's difficult for us to find these venues that not only can accommodate our needs, uh, but that actually listen to what we are saying. Sometimes I find Wendell and I being two black men going into an establishment and saying, listen, we are bringing 200 plus people with us on a Wednesday. Sometimes, are you, sometimes four, sometimes, sometimes five. five. You no. Know? You know, and, you know, are you going to be able to be staffed? Uh, you know, when we get to a, a venue, we don't just see the venue, right? Like, you know, when DZ has to come at it, look at it from the side and and do his thing. Oh. I also have a vision as well. And so, you know, we will explain to these venues. We'll do our setup. And then sometimes it's like we got to do a lot to set up. And obviously, I got to see the space and I need to. um kind of understand where I want to do things. Put the reality stars over here so they have a section. We don't like completely separating the reality stars, but we want them to be able to go if they need some space and come back and be with the people. We need to see where our merch is going to be, where the door people are going to be. Um, make sure we maximize viewership, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, uh, like how all all the TVs are kind of like, you know, in front of everyone and whatnot. So. We get in there. Usually we go there beforehand and make sure it's a great venue. And then um, the day of, usually we set up and set up can take anywhere from an hour to three plus hours. And we get in there and we set up and we make it perfect. In this case with Fringe Bar, um, we we actually, and we usually do, we do a pregame beforehand. And so before a different Philly event, we stopped at this bar, Fringe Bar, for our pregame. And right. we were just like, this seems like we like it. We like the space. There's a cool upstairs space. There's a DJ setup. We like it, but there aren't much TVs in here. Right. And so I'm talking to the owner who happens to be um, um, a friend of mine. He was his business partner. He's like, oh, well, we have a theater attached to the bar. I'm like, what are you talking about? 
So he showed us. And my goodness. It's essentially a theater. It's stadium seating. It's a giant screen. They have they could do plays here. They they could do whatever they want here. Comedy you know? shows, drag shows, they could do all types of things. And when you see it, it's like so magical. Like, because there's this door that is a moving door that like when the door is like What he's trying to say is the the whole wall opens up. That's what I said in the Bryce, let me tell you, when I looked at this space, I was almost intimidated mm. because, you know, we like we go to certain markets at certain markets. We know in Boston, it's going to be hundreds of people, Canada, hundreds of people, um, L.A. finale pre- premieres in New York, et cetera. Hundreds of people. Philly hasn't always been our best market. It's been a slow burn in Philly. And sometimes in the smaller markets like Dayton, for example. We'll, we'll choose a smaller venue. So, you know, everyone is kind of like around each other and everyone is right, right there. And in this case, it's a lot of space. But seeing once the people got in there and everything, people had space. But it was also clear that there were a lot of people in there, but everyone had their own space also. So there was right. something special about Fringe Bar. I definitely. And I think when we initially did our first walkthrough and we seen the space, we were like, oh, my God, we could do a, a live podcast. We could do something. But, you know, we're like, we're not there yet. Like, you know, we are still there are so many different kinks. But it was just interesting that like that was one of there. What? We had some more kinks to get out. Oh, uh, OK. All right. I thought you were talking about some freaky. There you go. Now, the curricular activities. No, uh, but we're like, we're not there yet. Right. Like, but that's like something that like we need to put on our board to actually like, you know, again, change the format up and make it different. And so uh, Philadelphia comes. We're doing our setup. And I think that like on our tours, especially this season, we are definitely a well oiled machine. However, we've had our friend Joey Hatch with us uh, the majority of the tour. He had a show in D.C., New York that day. And so, like, it was just you and I. And so it was just like, you know, in my heart, I'm like, oh, where's Joey? Like, I miss it. Joey's like energy. I miss it. His little limp walk with his socks up. I'm like, where's Joey? Uh, and so. And also his value is like, you can't quite like Joey. He, Bryce, and myself have been doing these setups so much. And yes, we used to start. Before they were Bryce and Wynn. <laughs> right. And we used to start with fights. And, you know, I would be so um, type A about how I wanted everything. And what's, what's changed? I would be yelling at people. And I don't what's, know how to what, talk to people. What, and I'm not, like, whatever, right? What's changed? Over the time, we become a well-oiled machine. We get in there. Joey will start putting the posters up. Joey will start getting the flags up, et cetera. I'll start working on the, um, maybe the merch or the door people section. Bryce will just be looking around. So we kind of have our, we have our thing. And Joey really helps. He's like, uh, he's like the glue. He kind of like makes sure just things go. And he understands both of our personalities. So it was different not having him. Right. Especially since we just had them all this tour. And it's like uh, sometimes they say you don't miss things until they're not there. And it's like, you know, uh, we definitely missed uh, just having Joey there. But, you know, the, the 
the train got to move and the, the show got to go on. And so we have a, a relatively seamless setup. DJ Zoe from the Buddy Games is there. True. And uh, and Zoe brought his own sound and he was doing the sound checks. And and this is our first time working with DJ Zoe. So um, I, had to I had to test him because I was know, like, I, I didn't know what the vibe with DJ Zell was going to be. So as soon as I seen him, I said, you got that ski? He said, he said I, when you see me in the club, I said, oh, this is going to be a good night. And so and he got also, Bryce, we should have known, by the way, DJ Zell, a.k.a. Anthony from Team Philly from Buddy Games. We should have known, by the way, he got out of his car. Can we talk about his drip? Well, I mean, at the setup, he had on a Charlotte's Hornets vintage jacket. And if anybody knows me, you know, I do love my Sixers, but I'm a Charlotte Hornets girl. Uh, you know, that's where my man LaMelo Ball is at. And so that's where I ride. But again, then he had on like some rug rat purple pants or they were blue. He had on a nice little fit. I said, OK. DJ Zoe, then when he was at the building that night, he was, I said, oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he when he got out at the setup, I was like, oh, this dude's fly and he's got all his stuff. And we're like, hey, can we help you bring in stuff? Can we help you bring in the speakers? He's like, I'm good. I got it. And he got to trek it all the way up the stairs, all the way around through the section. Now, meanwhile, where we parked the cars, I had unlocked a secret gym because there was a door and you could walk from the car to the door straight in. Talk about it. Window and Zoe, I've been like, hey, guys, the garage is here. They're like, oh, no, we'll just keep walking this way. So meanwhile, I keep going in and then I run back to the door and keep beating them. But, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you weren't beating anybody, but, but I was also, Work smarter, not you were, harder. You were trekking through the dirty grass. It was no dirt. Like, it was a pathway. Building. It was it was. It was like off roading. No. And I'm no. like, how about I just take the path? I'll do that. And you. He's a beaten path type of person. I'm an off-roading type of person. So you know what? It works perfect for our personalities. So setup goes pretty smoothly. We get our signage up. The sign we had we brought the big survivor sign out. We put that in a, a great location uh, for photos and whatnot. And it turned out great. It was right in front of the screen. And uh yeah, setup went well. Yeah. And then you know, for our Instagram takeover, I had met this young gentleman from Baltimore by way of Mississippi uh, or DC by the way of Mississippi, Tim. Uh, I met him for Survivor Philadelphia season three. Uh, they asked us to come and just like, you know, support and you know, we love to support our local things and so mind you, I just, I and I wanted to come to Survivor Philadelphia just to Alex asked me to be there for like 10 minutes. I end up staying seven hours because I was so invested in the game and so I met so many amazing people and so I was like, oh my God, Tim would be perfect for our our Bryson Wynn IG takeover. But little did I know how amazing and spectacular he was going to be. But before we get into Tim, huge okay. shout out to Survivor Philly. Yes. Like, we were part of season one. We've watched you guys grow. We're so proud of y'all. We want to keep on helping however we can. I'm sorry I couldn't be there for season three. Bryce mm. was there. Um, but Survivor Philly, we are so proud of you guys. We're watching it grow and we, we just want to keep on pouring into you guys. And this, 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 this includes Timmy. Like he, Bryce, you sent me his getting ready um, Instagram takeover clip. And I was just like, this is it. Right. This, 
He's ready. He's got his little mic. He's he so pumpkin in the back. Yeah, he's poised and like he understood the assignment. And so I'm just like, Bryce, green light. Like he's perfect. And then he just kept on delivering and delivering. So yeah, we got to give Timmy his flowers, man. Yes, he definitely raised the bar. And again, I just feel like it was, and again, all the people that have been taking over our Instagram have been amazing. I think what is happening is that you know, when we were in D.C., I think Sarah and Cam took over it and they raised the bar. And I think that and Tim was there. And so I think that Tim saw that and Tim was like, let me put my own spin on it. But I just love the fact that we are really big on pouring into our own, pouring into the people that support us and like really just giving them their time to shine. So, again, I just was I, I knew that Tim was going to be great, but it was I felt like he was like Dr. Phil a little bit, right? Like I felt like his questions, his commentary uh, had purpose, had thought, had love put into it. And it really was just turned out so special. Yeah, Tim, Tim, thank you, Tim. If you're listening, you killed it, man. Uh, we'd, we'd love to have you back. And Bryce, like you said, we look within our community and this we wanted to bring people together. We didn't know this awesome community that would come of it. And so, um, and like uh, Matt Scott mentioned it in a, in a Twitter video where he just said like, had me crying, right. It had Bryce balling. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I wasn't, I wasn't shedding no tears or nothing, but essentially he was just like, Hey, go to these live events, the community and the friends that you make, um, they, they last over years and they, they, the community comes out every time and you can come solo. And he said that, and he said that, you know, he had social anxiety and then he started coming. Matt Scott is a celebrity at all. Right. I run up, I run up on him and give him hugs. So um, like I was saying, we look to this community to, to doing cool stuff within for us. Like in Boston, we knew Solomon, AKA Sollywood for Hollywood. Just from the events, he's just the cool dude talking to everybody like like he's talking to all of the reality people like he's, you know, right. like he's Jeff Probst, you know. Hey, Wendell, let me let me talk to you for a second. Yeah. I mean, I seen what you did on Ghost Island. Kudos to you, my good black man. But <laughs> I, I'm I'm was concerned and worried about your performance on Winners at War. Like it's Sollywood is such a. A gym. He'd be like, hey, hey, watch me go talk to Michelle. I'll be right back. <laughs> like, okay, Sally. Or, or I'll be, I, I want to say it was like at our last New York party, Sally would is there. And I think like one of Derek Frazier's friends, Sierra, was there. And Sally was like, hey, Bryce, hey, what's up, Dimples267? I'm like, how, how do you know Sierra? And how do you know her IG? Like, yes. it's, uh, it's, it's it, crazy. And oh, I was just going to say, like, and knowing Sollywood's personality, we're we just took a we just took a shot in the dark, and we're like, we need Solly. To- I take no shot in the dark. I knew Sollywood was going to deliver what he was going to deliver. Well, we knew Solly would deliver, right? So he he does it the first time. If you if you recall, I was like, he's got it, but he, we need to tweak a couple things. It was like the big names. There's a couple things we told him that. He came back the next time and he smoked it. And then right. he also handed us John Lee. 
John, photographer. Our photographer who travels with us, who is his imagery, it, it like really captures these special moments. I mean, it's like, you know, I want to give him so much love, but when you are working with a muse like this, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to get any, a lot good, any good photos because this, you know, I'm catching it here, here. But yeah, no, Johnny Lee uh, has been amazing. And, you know, again, as we've been putting this little Bryson Wynn thing together and been working this circuit for going on three and a half years now. Like, you know, we realized some components that we need. Then we are like, you know, we realized at one party, like, we don't have a photographer. <laughs> Windows taking all the phones like this. Okay. If you've seen that window photo on my okay. Instagram, and it's like, we need a photographer. Then we would find local photographers in each cities. And again, something that Wendell and I had said on the road was like, how great would it would be if we could just have a photographer on our team? and Long behold, we have a photographer on our team. I keep talking about this trend uh, about Wendell and I because it seems that during our own personal debriefings, we set goals or we say things that we're not even intentionally setting, right? Like we're just saying. And it seems that anything that we truly say, the universe has a way of delivering it. And I keep going back to this proverb that I said on the last podcast that you sent me this inspirational quote and it's really been guiding my life ever since when it's really, now here I, here did I go. You, did you <laughs> the actual quote? Do we need to Google it? Here we, <laughs> oh, we got it again. <laughs> I'm going to give you the cliff notes and essentially is saying, set your goals, set your dreams, but release the way in which you believe they will come to fruition, right? Because sometimes things come, but it's not how you wanted it. And you will then be mad that it didn't come the way that you wanted and not celebrate the fact that you got, got to where you were going. And so ever since that proverb has been shared with me, it's really been me taking a look at what we're building and stop worrying about like this isn't how I wanted us to get there and then realize like well oh my god like it's here the gift might not be packaged how you intended on it being packaged but the gift arrives you know right and we I think I think you I think we both did a good job understanding like oh my goodness these gifts have been coming and I think it's really a matter of putting it out there and speaking it out there and of course, obviously working very hard and not settling. Um, and, you know, in this case, we upgraded venues. We found mm -hmm. this venue and we took a big swing. And, you know, Bryce, when I walked in at first, I was like, oh, the venue's too big. But as people continue to come and as the vibes continue mm -hmm. to get right, it was just like packed out, but spacious. And it, it reminded me of like an art gallery, right? Like where there's like so many amazing because I, I really felt like so your the survivor sign, the survivor screen was the art itself. And it's like, you know, people were gathering around it. There were, but it was so much room and it was spacious. And yeah, it was a weird, it was a different vibe, right? Because I walked in and I felt the same thing. I was like, ooh, I don't know. And then I looked to the left and I was like, oh my God, like. It's people in front of the sign. Like, it just, it all seemed to, to come together. Then to have, like, our 
Billy John's Andrea Simpson from this season of Amazing Race to see her there, to see her interacting with mm-hmm. Brandon Cottom, with James Jones, to see the Buddy Games people. And I'm not sure if this has ever been like maybe one of their first public events, but to see the love that they were receiving, to seeing, you know, we had Izzy from Big Brother, her partner Paige, like Jared, you know, Jared, Derek, uh, but again, like, you know, and talking with Izzy's partner, like Izzy was saying, like, just so you know, or Izzy's partner, Paige is like, you know, Izzy went on Big Brother, but we're Survivor fans, right? And so it's like to see them just immerse and just, it really was just something so special. And I felt like I wasn't able to take it in because, first of all, at these parties, I'd be sweating because I'd be on a thousand because I want to like, I feel like I need to just make sure everything is going good, Everyone is where they need to be when DZ good. Like, you know, so I'm always like moving on a thousand. And although, you know, are there we gonna, are, are we going to talk are, about something? There are. Yes, because we're about to get there. So Philadelphia was amazing. Now, did when DZ and I get into an altercation? I mean, <laughs> would it be a price of win if when DZ and I did not get into a fight? Oh, oh, I was ready to quit the whole tour at that oh, point. Oh, listen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Again, I am doing nothing but minding my business and supporting my people. And, you know, Wendeezy decided to be in a Wendeezy mood and set me off. And, you know, I had to walk it off. Then I walked it off. Wendeezy came to the bar, saw me. He said, well, we got to set the stage, Bryce. And we can call Nasir if we need a witness. Oh, we can. And you're not going to coerce him. (laughs) Like you did when we were going to the after party and Nasir was in the car with us. And I'm like, Nasir is my little cousin. Uh, and a lot of the, you know, but Nasir is not one of these people that's going to like tell you what you want to hear. Nasir will tell you what you do not want to hear, even when you don't want to hear. So I'm like, Nasir, recant the story to Wendell so he can understand. So Nasir proceeds to tell us that one, my older brother, and my cousin. Can we start from the beginning? I, I'm starting from the beginning. The beginning is. Here he go. I met some people in the bar and I promised someone a drink because I like didn't take a photo with them. This lady named Liz. And she said she wanted a Diet Coke. And I passed her five or six times. I'm like, Liz, I got you. 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 I got your Diet Coke. Finally, I get to the bar. I get a Diet Coke. I'm looking all around. I see Liz outside i'm bringing her her diet coke after passing her 10 times and saying i'm giving her one 
So I bring it outside and I'm giving it to her and I'm letting her know that I was looking around the whole bar for her, even though I wasn't looking around the whole bar. But I was telling her this. I was like, I was looking around the whole bar for you, Liz. Here's your Diet Coke. And while I'm saying this and apologizing to her, I hear, Wendell, get over here. <laughs> and I'm just like, and and joking, I'm like, nah. And I'm like still apologizing to Liz with her Diet Coke. Wendell, get over here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a wrestler now. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I, I will get over there, but let me finish my conversation and I'll go over there. No more than 15 seconds later, Bryce gets up and storms inside. The time, it wasn't a minute. It wasn't two minutes. Literally, I'm like just trying to finish up my conversation to go over there. Before I could even turn, there is a cloud of smoke behind Bryce. <laughs> the door swings open, knocks Liz's drink out of her hand. Ah, now he's lying. Now he is lying. Now he's been lying, but now he's even more lying. I'm like, Liz, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm running after Bryce. Bryce, Bryce. Bryce is heated. Your side? My side is that my brother and my cousin attended our party. My brother doesn't really come to a lot of things. Wendell knows, you know, the relationship. And so my brother was excited to like see Wendell and all this stuff. So we're outside and we're like, take a photo. So we're taking a photo and Wendell walks out and my brother is like, get Wendell. Like he like asked him to come to our, our photo. So I'm like, absolutely. So one, we're taking a photo and I'm like, Wendell, he turns, he makes eye contact and he just, walks a different direction. Now, mind you, my brother, my cousin, and Nasir, they all looking at me like, <laughs> And so I'm like, okay, mind you, we have our photographer, John Lee, standing there. So we're like, oh, okay, like, you know, it's okay. He's just doing something. So then someone taps Wendell and says like, hey, Wendell, I think they want you for a photo. And Wendell does the... And at that, that's all it took for me to say, you know what? We don't need the photo. I was like, thank you, Johnny Lee. We're good. I proceeded to go back inside and entertain and make sure that all of our other guests had an amazing time. The only thing that I will dispute is, uh, okay, I won't even dispute the facts, right? What I will say the facts. if Brendan wanted the photo with me, if I would have heard Brendan be like, yo, when, come on, I would have been like, pew, right? I think that when you said you said my name the first time, I that might have been when I was walking to the to drop the and we you and, turned and we think, made eye contact and, and then you just I, I think I heard it like vague. I think I like faintly heard my name and like looked, but I didn't see you waving or anything. So then I just proceeded to and then the second time I heard you, I was like, oh no, okay. But also, Bryce, you didn't want me in the photo. Because you only asked for me to get in the photo when you saw me like a real opportunist. You saw me walking outside. So you're like, oh, now I want you in the photo. When you could have very easily came inside when I was looking for this Diet Coke for a half hour. You could have came inside like Wendeezy. There's a special moment. Me and my bro. I need you for the photo. Special moments just happen. And you're right. I didn't want you in the photo. Like, I like I was good with the photo with my cousins. My family was the one that was like, oh, there's Wendeezy. Grab him. And so that, like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you act like we premeditated, like, oh, 
Let's go outside. The and way you me. walked away. Yeah, because the way you, you walked you, away you played me, and I didn't smoke. I didn't appreciate it. However, uh, if that didn't happen, and again, this, I say this story to say that. So, you know, That's yes, mad at me. <sighs> The yellow smoke was in the air. And then I, the only thing Wendeezy could do was then get mad at me. So I'm at the bar with my good friend, Sarah. And Sarah's like, oh, there's Wendell. <laughs> Wendell walks over purposely, like, stands next to me. It's like, what's up, Sarah? And then, like, just tries to ig me. No, nah, did I? No, nah, we had, we exchanged. No, we didn't, not words. there. Not at that okay, time because okay, then, then I walked away and then two seconds later I was like, you know what? Well, he's not going to. And then I came over and we had a four-second conversation. Oh. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I, you know, here's the thing, right? You didn't I own had, it at that moment. I did own it. No, it was a fight, and then we separated, and then about 20 minutes later, it wasn't 20 was, minutes, yeah. but but we separated. We came back. I was like, okay, maybe I overreacted. You still were wrong. And then he was like, where's, where, where's your glass? I'm like, he's like, I was like, are we good? He's like, where's your glass? I'm like, why do you need to know where my glass is? He's like, cheers. We're good. So. I, Bryce. We definitely cheers. I, okay. We might've cheers, but the first initial argument, because we didn't piece it. It was an argument, and then we pieced it up at some time thereafter. During that argument, I'm like, Bryce, when I said no, I was joking. It was a joke. If I'm giving, if I'm delivering a joke to you and it's it doesn't hit, it's not received the 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 right way. That is my bad because it wasn't received the right way. But it was it was not from an, a malicious place. It was a joke. It was a joke. If I'm like, nah, I don't want to. Like, I'm joking with you. Of course, I want to take all the photos with you. That was what I was trying to communicate. Yeah, you know, but regardless, so okay. we have this, we have this tussle, we make up, and then we are sitting on the side of the stage, and we are watching Survivor, and then a commercial comes on, and then mm. I'm like, Wendell, we gotta think, talk to the people. I was like, I think we should just address the people real quick, and Wendell's like, absolutely not, and I'm like, is that oh you you tell the story then? No, you said we should. Because I was like, because I like, absolutely not. I was just a little hesitant. You're like, no. And then you're like, it's dark. They're not <laughs> going to be able to see us. But I was like, you're right. But it I, there was just something in that moment where it was literally like the stage was set. The moment called you, Bryce. The moment really did. And it's like in, in normal situations. First of all, it's normally it's normally me to one be like, no, we ain't gonna do that. Come on, let's go. Like you know, I am never really that persistent, or I respect the windows no, or I will like work through a no, or it's like I'll come back to the table. Yeah, I, I didn't leave the table. I got on top of the table. I was like, I really think we should just go out there. You really did, and it was the right decision. But and but you also have a partner that supports you. So and I appreciate that. So we I went out there. That. Pitch black. Bro, I'm literally talking to I'm literally waving. Screaming. Like, can y'all see me? Uh, Hello. Hello. Uh, my name is Bryce. Thank you for coming. And you know, 
it seemed like in that moment, the crowd, like, just, they could see, they could hear. Then they turned the lights on. Then they could see us real quick. And then the commercial came back on. I mean, then the show came back on and then we dispersed. And I felt like Wendell went running. Like he was like, give me away. So then the sound people came up to me and were like, hey, we're so sorry. We didn't realize that you guys were going to be addressing the crowd. Like we've got mics over here. We got like, you know. And so we waited and then the show ended. And baby, uh, so, like we just I don't know where wait, wait a minute okay. set it up you were like you were like Wendell there are mics over there <laughs> I'm like and you didn't believe me you thought I was lying I'm like no right like I'm good like we good right now I'm so good. wait time out did you think I was just lying to yes, just get right. you back out there so we can <laughs> how did how did mics magically he's like come over here get over here there are mics over here I'm like Fine. Let's walk over to the other side of the stage and see. All of a sudden, there are mic stands and mics. He grabs this mic. Then the then the person comes and goes, wait, 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 wait. We got the cordless ones. I say, oh, game on. Uh, and I don't know what happened. Like, Bryce I literally... Walk, Bryce walks behind the survivor sign. Oh, yeah. I walk in front of it, and you just start talking. And yeah, I don't know. It just felt a uh, very magical uh, time. And yeah, just, but it felt so natural. It felt so right. It just felt like, you know, and then I'm like, we got this crowd full of people. We got a sidebar of people. Uh, and, you know, I see Jared. I'm like, I call Jared up. Uh and yeah, it really just kind of took a life of its own. And it's really one of those moments where you kind of look back and be like, wow, did that just happen? Did that just happen? Yeah. Like, w- Bryce, when we were thinking of this venue, we were like, we, we sh- could do a live pod. We could do this. We could do that. And again, we didn't have the infrastructure for all of that. But all of a sudden, two mics showed up and you jumped up there. And all of a sudden, we have this full crowd in front of us. And to the left at the bar, you got standing room right there, standing room only of our like reality people and, and friends and fans and family. And you just start calling people up and they're just, you know, addressing the crowd. I almost wish that whole thing was recorded um, because it was really, it was really like magical, awesome moments of. You giving a lot of people their flowers. Pooh just got off Big Brother. Izzy just got off Big Brother. Um, other people were in the building, you know? The Philly Russell Jones. Swan was in the building. Yes, Russell Swan was Baby there. pulled up and surprised us Baby all. Baby surprised us all. I, we've been saying, where is Davey this whole time? And yeah, he put up to Philadelphia. Didn't even say a word. Pulled well, up with Brandon Cottom. Cottom, Mariah, James, Lindsay, Carla. Like the Buddy Games crew, uh, Team Philly, that's Anthony, Erica, Mike, Lewis. Like there, what was so great about this event was like all the shows really came together. This CBS family really came together. And it's like, it's Philly and, and the surrounding areas and people that came in. But like, 
I think the Philly crowd, they really, really appreciated this one. Yeah. It was just something so special. Um, you know, just, yeah, just everyone coming together and for it to be the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. For it to, like, you know, it was just like, literally what they say, like, the perfect storm. Yeah. And yeah. it just was just really so special. And then we had an after party, uh, and the after party was just fun. We always kind of sort of have after parties, but, you know, my after parties be a little different. You know, we kind of go our own ways, but we like, you know, we, I don't know. We just tried to do things a little different. And it just seemed like the things that we had started four years ago, it seems like they are now just. Things are more polished things. It's it's as if we intentionally like allowed this thing to grow the right way organically um and we we tried to not let it stay stagnant and with our debriefs there was a time like when we were just getting this thing moving Bryce would come to my hotel room after <laughs> every party at two three in the morning and just debrief and talk about how great it was in this that and the third and every time we would have takeaways like this is how we need to improve. All right, let's input a social media person. Let's do this. Let's make sure the photographer captures this. Let's make a list of shots for whatever. Let's just making better uh, systems and 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 ways to improve. And I think, man, I, I almost I don't know venue wise in Philly. I don't know where we go from here. Fringe bar is it. But uh, um, I know where we go from here. Oh. OK, we, well, uh, is it, we oh. I'm just, you know, we put things out and, you know, but, I, you know, I'm saying, like, we're at the Fillmore. We're at the Met. Oh. I see it. Wow. Okay. That's out there. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. That's awesome. Like, I've seen Hugh Jacks. I've seen Lenny Kravitz at the Met. You know, I've seen any. So, yes, that's it. But also, I'll put something out there. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe one of these times we, um, we go back to Fringe Bar and maybe we do a live pod or some iteration or something. Yeah. So and also another thing, I was talking to Mascot. Shout out the mascot. Our guy, our baby boy. And he said, hey, another way to improve. And I talked to you about this a little bit, just because we're running out there in the commercials and just willy nilly do it like whatever having a little more structure during the commercials, maybe, right. no. maybe having a game, maybe having some people from the fans come, come play a game, maybe having a certain talking, whatever. So a little more structure during the commercials. And uh, I think, uh, I think this can, I think, I think fringe is our spot for now. And I, I can't wait to see where things go here and elsewhere. I love it. I love the feedback from Matt Scott, even on something like that, because it's like, what we intended wasn't this. We intended to just thank everybody for coming. That's what was literally the point of us just walking out there. So it's just crazy to think that. Yeah. And to, and to piggyback on that, the feedback thing, we listen, we're open. Like we actually want the feedback yes. So for Matt to feel so comfortable to just be like, yo, when next time this, 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 and this, I'm like, that's exactly what we need to hear and we want to hear so we can make it a little better next time. So if you guys see us, if you're in the comments or whatever, let us know how we can improve these things. Uh, we're here for it. Like 
We are here for criticism, constructive criticism. We're here to get better. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, you know, and with that being said, the only way to get better is to do better. And to do better, you got to get out there on the road and kick it off. And so we will be in the Big Easy on December 5th at Urban South, opening up for the man, the myth, the legend, Robert. And then we will be in Orlando, December 9th. Oh, okay. We are hosting uh, a reality star weekend. We have a pop-up party that Saturday, and we are bringing our guy, Brandon Gomes, from MTV, Siesta Key. Uh, and he's well, gonna be we are, and our girl. At, you gonna let me finish, or you won't I, finish I, my sentence? I, I apologize. Thank you. Y'all see what I'm talking about, okay? We, we love the criticism, but let's finish a sentence first. Uh, at our girl, from House of Chops, Aza, we are hosting a karaoke party. So if you're going to be in the Orlando weekend area that weekend, pull on up. Because listen, the hustle, it's not a race. It's a marathon. And the marathon continues. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you guys so much for listening to our The Bryson Went Debrief. Okay. We will have more of these because we there's a lot we could do. We uh, listen. A trip to the mall. Like... <laughs> We, we can debrief a song. Can I get to the M's? Sweet. <laughs> yeah. I just can't believe that that's actually a really actual <laughs> song and that Jack knows it. But yeah, no, we appreciate you. But again, ultimately, uh, we thank you, Philly. We thank you, the posse. We thank you, our supporters, for again, just always uplifting us, supporting us, and yeah, just showing love because that's what it's really all about. And we'll be back next time. Let me know. Let us know if you want to debrief from uh from New Orleans. Oh, uh, I'm just saying. Let us know because you know we could give it to you more. And before we go, this was definitely Wendell's idea to wear the same outfits that we wore in Philadelphia. So no, y'all not seeing double. That's you know Wendell's like it'd be really cool if we just wore the same thing. I was like, okay. It was not, you know, that was not my idea. And I even came prepared. My hair was jacked up. I said, I'm going to throw a hat on. I didn't wear a hat that day. And if Bryce says something, I'm going to say the hat was in my car and I had to throw it on at the end of the night. So I feel like your hat was in your backpack, though. But so I'm going to give you that. But listen, this has been a Bryce and Win debrief. We out. See you. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.